Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low-cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Alejandra, content marketing specialist at 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here with us at 3W. I'm here today with Alicia, who has been with us before, and she's here for the summer, as you may have heard in a previous episode, where she we kind of introduced her and shared what her position is here with us this summer. But she's going to share with us a little bit more about what her kind of exciting uh, journey has been with medical school or even applying for medical school. So she's going to tell us a little bit about preparing for medical school and what that looks like. And I think you guys are going to get a treat because she is bright and excited about this journey as she's like diving into this new adventure. So and we're excited to kind of get to hear what's what's going on in her in her process. So Alicia, thanks so much for coming and joining us again on this episode. Yeah, of course. I'm super excited. Very fun topic to talk about. Yes, because it's hot and popping for you, right? It is. I'm kind of right in the thick of it right now. And it's been kind of my entire world the past year and several years, actually, you know, it's such a long process. So I'm excited just to get to kind of share my side of that story. That's great. That's great. Well, I I have a, well, I have a lot of questions. So (laughs) I'm not quite sure where to begin. But how so you finished your first four years? Is that correct? I'm actually going to be a senior this fall. So I have one more year left. I've finished three out of the four of my undergrad. Okay, perfect. So as you're entering to senior year, you're starting to begin that process of looking Mm -hmm. at schools, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what are some of the schools that you're looking at right now? Oh, that's the kind of the question of the year. (laughs) (laughs) When everyone wants to know. Um, I am sort of looking all over. I'm trying to very much keep my options open. You know, I'm young. I'm not married. You know, I'm not really particularly tied down to one location right now. So I'm kind of trying to, you know, see what maybe kind of new areas I might want to explore or whether I kind of want to stay where I'm at now. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a I'm a resident of Washington State, but I am doing my undergrad in Virginia, you know, so I'm kind of on polar opposites of the (laughs) coast there. And I'm I'm looking at schools in both areas. There's um, many medical schools in Virginia. And then I'm still kind of searching around the West Coast area, kind of trying to find one in an area that I like that maybe is near my family. Okay. So maybe the UW, you know, my my school has a college of osteopathic medicine there. Oh, wow. So I, I might be applying there. There's actually one like in Indiana I'm interested oh, in. Oh, nice. You know, so it just kind, kind of in of, the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm definitely just kind of trying to keep my options open and, you know, just really see what ends up happening. You know, you yeah. never know where I'll end up, but I'm just trying to keep an open mind about where I could possibly go. Awesome, awesome. Well, so I know that just recently you 
finished a huge exam and this mm-hmm. M, this is called the MCAT, right? Correct. So tell us a little bit about what that is and yeah. what that entails. Of course. Yeah. So the MCAT is a big deal. Um, anyone who's a pre-med has probably been hearing about the MCAT day in and day out. And I know um, I've wanted to be a doctor since I was really little. So <laughs> I've kind of always been looking towards this exam and knowing it was something I had to take. But I guess just for those who aren't super familiar, I'd love to just kind of break down what the exam looks like. Definitely, definitely. So it's about a seven and a half hour exam that consists of four different sections. Okay. So there's a chemistry and physics section, um, biology and biochemistry, a psychology section, and then the last one is called CARS, which stands for Critical Analysis and Reading Skills. Oh, wow. I believe that's the correct acronym. I've already taken the test, so I kind of (laughs) threw all that information out the window. (laughs) But those are kind of the four main sections. Each one is about an hour and a half, and it's all multiple choice. So you just kind of go into a testing center, and you take each of these sections, and it's very much an application sort of test. Oh, okay. And that, you know, it's not your standard high school, college, fill in the blank. Like, what molecule does this? It's not very much of a recall exam. Um, The whole test is passage-based. So you're given a passage. Maybe, for example, in in a biology section, you might see something like, there's this one experiment that's being performed and they have transformed these mice um, with this gene and this gene. And then you're given a bunch of data, like mock data, like graphs and tables and stuff like that. And then you'll have about one to six questions based on that passage. And you have to use the knowledge that you've learned to sort of answer questions about that passage. Wow. Oh my goodness. (laughs) A lot of... uh digging (laughs) yes yes so it's very tricky in that sense is that you definitely have to study and memorize this material but you kind of have to know how to apply it to a real life situation you know like I might not be asked straight up questions about simple genetic topics but for example that passage I would have to understand you know okay how does the genetics of this mice work like you know they might ask different questions of well what do you think the conclusion of this experiment was or you know what sort of data might support this conclusion if it was added to the experiment or why did the experimenters choose to do x y and z you know Mm. so um wow yeah so you're you're they're already putting you in that position to think through right and process right Right. yeah because you know going through school it's a lot of just memorization what's this what's this remember this name remember this name but obviously as a physician and a scientist you really need to be able to take that knowledge to the next level right and understand how to apply it to a real world real world situation Um, and so they definitely try and mimic that in the test which is good you know it's kind of what it's supposed to demonstrate is do you have the capabilities to do that and take your knowledge to that next level right so yeah wow well so and you passed with a real good score, right? <laughs> I, was, I did very well, much better than I deserve, much Aww. better than I was expecting. <laughs> well, I know so. that. I, that's great. I'm sure you're very at peace with, you know, saying, oh, I passed this and yes. <laughs> yep. not worried. Well, that's great. So for those that are listening, I'm sure this is great advice, but how would you prepare others that are thinking of medical school and haven't even started the process right. of studying? Like, it seems very daunting, very yeah. nerve wracking. What would you say just like in your process of having gone through? Yeah, I would say first off, just studying really hard in your classes is very important. 
I know I am getting a degree in biomedical sciences. Okay. And so the university I chose had a degree program that was very much set up in my class schedule in a way that I took all the right classes that I needed to before I took this exam. Wow. So that was, you know, kind of a big decision maker in why I went to the university that I did. But, you know, people major in many things like zoology or biology or chemistry and end up taking the MCAT. But I would say just, you know, really learning that foundational knowledge as it comes up. Sure. Um, so, you know, in your biology and chemistry and biochemistry classes, just take that extra effort to really take the class seriously. You know, don't just mm-hmm. be studying to pass the next test or to pass the test or the class as a whole and to get an A in the class, you know, really try and study the content so that you understand it because it's just going to make your life so much more easier when you get to this exam and you actually have to know how to apply right. this knowledge. So I think that's a very good starting point is getting the right class class and just really devote yourself to understanding it fully at the time. Okay. Okay. And is there anything outside of the regular classes that you would say are good practices for those that are preparing for the MCAT? Oh yeah, definitely. So I've definitely learned a few tips and tricks and resources, just kind of throwing, going through this whole process and, you know, learning from my peers and mentors who took it before me. There are a few like that I would definitely recommend. The test can be very daunting in terms of all of the subject matter that it covers, right? right? You know, it's kind of your entire <laughs> undergraduate um, experience and maybe into high school, depending on your education. Sure. But on the AAMC website, which is, oh gosh, I can't recall the acronym now, but it's like, you know, <laughs> the general medical school website. Okay. There, if you go onto MCAT exam and like about the exam, there they have an entire content outline for each section of the exam. So for chemistry, bio, cars, all of that, and psychology, they have a section outline of, you know, the different topics that they are going to be testing you on. Mm. Um, and so it's a huge, huge document, right? It's probably yes. like 30 pages per section. Oh, wow. But I just kind of spent one afternoon taking all that information and putting it in a big Google Doc. And I just sort of used that to sort of guide my studying once I was getting there. You know, I maybe sat down one day and was like, oh, what should I study today? Like, there's just so much different material to go through. I'd pick maybe one concept every day to go through or one concept every two days. You know, just using that skeleton outline as sort of a guide if you're struggling with where to begin or or what to study. Um, Wow. And it sounds like there's a lot of discipline involved in that too. Definitely. I'm sure it was a bit of studying back in Virginia and then once you came home from school it was right you know and coming here and starting to work here as well right yeah yeah wow Um, so that was definitely a good starting place um, okay to just sort of get going and get organized there's also you know there's there's books out there I know the Kaplan study company has books and so do many other third-party services you know that was helpful for me to sort of have um a place to go to just review content. You know, sure. they'll have a chemistry, car, psych, and biology, you know, books that just kind of outline in concise sentences the different topics that are going to be on those sections. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful. I'd kind of go through those, highlight, annotate, use that as sort of um, a review of the content. 
you know, Khan Academy is a oh, free resource. That. Yes. That's always good. They have a lot of videos, which I find helpful. Okay. Sometimes you just, it's hard to bring yourself to just sit down and read and read and read and read. So they, they have, I use them a lot for the studying for the psychology section because I didn't really have a strong background in that. Okay. But they have a lot of videos and they try and teach you acronyms and just stuff like that. So that's a good, really good free resource for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So in regards to all of your preparations, you know, I know you said that you were wanting to be a doctor since you were a little girl. Mm -hmm. So now that you've gotten to this point and you're looking at schools, you're waiting to hear back from them. Do you um, feel somewhat like confident? Like, okay, I think I'm going to get into one of these. Right. Because what's the what's the um, I don't know, ratio of like how many schools you're allowed to apply for. At what point do you say yes to one? Right. You know, I've always yeah. wondered about that. Yeah, for sure. So there's really not a limit <laughs> to how many you can apply to. I was actually just talking to one of the medical volunteers here who is kind of on the same track. And he was mm-hmm. telling me about a friend who had applied to like 54 medical schools, um, <laughs> wow. which is insane. I've never heard of that Absolutely many. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um I personally don't see myself applying to that many. Wow. Um, it is very costly to apply. Mm. Um, it's about $120 per school. You have to pay to apply? Yes, you do. They just love to suck your money away before you're even in it. <laughs> I didn't even know that part. <laughs> you do. You have to okay. pay to take the MCAT exam and you have to pay to apply to each school that you send your application to. Okay. So it's kind of like like the Common App in college where you fill out the application and then you just can send it to multiple different schools. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of similar for medical school. That's what I'm currently working on right now is finishing up my application. And then I'm going to have to decide who do I want to send this application to. Okay. And then there is like a fee per school that you send it to. And it's from what I'm seeing, it's about roughly $100 per school or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of really hardcore pre-meds apply to, like I mentioned, like 20 plus schools just because it is such a difficult program to get into. Sure. I personally don't see myself applying to that many. I'm a big, I'm not, I'm not really into throwing my money away. Uh, Well, that was rude. I I don't don't mean to insinuate that other people are throwing their money away. I'm more just very concise and I don't want to apply anywhere that I wouldn't actually want to go. Sure. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to really narrow down my options and, um, you know, be cost effective with my money because medical school is very expensive and I don't want to be in too much debt before I even go into it, you know? Sure, sure. So yeah, I'm just trying to be very, you know, decisive in where I choose to send my application and and from what I know, I want it to be somewhere that I would be happy to go if I was accepted. Okay. Um, so I see myself applying to more like 10 schools or something like that you know that's a reasonable number (laughs) yeah (laughs) to most hardcore they'd be like are you crazy only 10 but um yeah that's just kind of more my strategy um I think that I have prepared myself as well as I can up to Mm -hmm. this point and you know if I don't get in it won't be the end of the world maybe I'll just stay at 3w forever hey (laughs) we wouldn't be sad about that at all (laughs) so it's definitely a personal decision but that's kind of the Mm -hmm. way I've been approaching it That's great. Wow. Well, I hope these tips are super helpful to those that are listening. I don't know how many are even thinking about applying to medical schools, but I hope that this, I mean, and it helps me learn a little bit too, Mm -hmm. because I have uh, 
no medical background. (laughs) (laughs) So it's nice to get an idea of what, because I've heard about the MCAT. Mm -hmm. Is it true that nurses also take the MCAT or is that a different exam? No, they have a different exam. Okay. Okay. But I've heard of these huge exams that you have to take in order to get in. So yeah, thank you for sharing with us, Alicia, these tips. And hopefully they're helpful for those that are listening and any future doctors, you know, and I bet, I bet your little dream of being a doctor since you're a kid is, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never had that really. Mm. I never had big goals like that yeah. where I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually coming yeah. true um, yeah. in regards to a job. Yeah. Um, so it's I, definitely freaky. You know, it's something yeah. I've been dreaming about for so long. I remember when I first got to undergrad, I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if I mess this up? Like, Aww. I've been dreaming about this my entire life. And yes. like, what if it doesn't work out? But you know, it's it's been going good. And I think it's just about how badly you want it to happen. And mm-hmm. if you really do put in the time and commitment, it'll it'll work out for you. Yes. Oh, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. And yeah. hopefully this isn't the last time that I know you're you're finishing with us in August right. and going back to school. Right. But I hope that we get to have another interview episode in the future (laughs) yeah for sure for sure is there any last tips that you would want to share with us or Um, to our listeners let's see yeah I would just say you know when you're getting ready to do these things make sure that you're taking the time to not just study but really grow who you are as a person too and just like your resume and that you want to If you can try and get into a clinic, get into a hospital, you know, shadow as many doctors as you can in as many different disciplines as you can, but also try and get some experience where, you know, you're not just a passive observer, but you're really there talking and speaking and interacting with healthcare professionals and interacting with patients. Mm. Um, Because I know, at least for me, like working at 3W has been very confirming of, you know, this, this really is the place I want to be, the kind of environment I want to work in. And you want to do that for yourself as well as medical schools want to see that from you. You know, they don't Mm want to invest in someone necessarily that's never been inside a doctor's office before and wants to be a physician. They want to see that you really understand what you're getting yourself into Mm -hmm. um, and that you're still committed to that. But also, you know, do things outside of the medical field. They they look for that as well. You know, they, they don't want you to just be you know, solely devoted to studying and that's all you ever do. You know, they definitely look at who you are holistically as a person. Right. Like, for example, on my application, I talked about how I played like beach volleyball and (laughs) I have various clubs that I'm involved with on campus, you know. Definitely take the time to explore your other interests, you know, to a healthy degree that doesn't detract from your school. But definitely, you know, get leadership experience, put yourself out there, make yourself uncomfortable, (laughs) experience many different things because they will um, look for that as on your application as well. Just are you a well-rounded person? Do you engage with your community? You know, volunteer, get some sort of leadership experience, whether that's in your church or in a club or in a local homeless shelter or just anything like that that you can do to really, you know, experience the world and and show them that you're not just a person who is obsessed with books. (laughs) Right. That's a really good point. I think you know, some people might not think about that, yeah. you know, just like solely medical or, right. but it's, it falls into self-care. Yes. 100%. <laughs> One of our yeah. episodes previously. Yes. Um, yeah. How important that is. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you again, Alicia. And stay tuned everyone for our next episode next week. Thank you so much. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. 
From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.